Race Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always a joy and a pleasure to be with you. In this broadcast tonight, the Lord put it on my heart to speak to you about how he wants you to trust him, to have faith in him, and to trust him and his word. This is so important. You know, and I want to give this a minute because, um, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to see names starting to come on. And actually, before we even get started tonight, we're talking about trusting in the Lord. But many of you may know, or most of you may know, it's all over the news today that uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine. And I just want you to pray with me. Can we just take just, just 30 seconds to just pray for the people you know, my understanding from just seeing the last reports is that there's been hundreds of casualties already. And, you know, I, I was thinking about this and how the Lord, you know, God, he sees everything. He He was aware that this was going to happen. And I've just been praying, Lord, protect the people, protect the people, Lord. And I, you know, you know, we're all going to leave this earth one day and we've got to make sure that Jesus Christ is the Lord of our lives because without him you don't belong to God. This is so important. Let's just pray. Just just pray with me for for just for just a few seconds here. Father right now, Lord, we just we know that this is not a surprise to you, Lord, what's been happening today. And Father, we just pray, Lord, we come together and we pray, Lord, that you're that you would just send your mighty angels, Lord, of protection, Lord. Protect the people, protect the children, protect the military, Lord. Father, Lord, we just pray that this 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 war would end. It would end quickly, Lord, quickly, Lord. And Father, I pray that these these the casualties, the people that have, Lord, that 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 they just chose you, Father. I pray. That, that they are with you now, Lord. And I pray for comfort for them and for their families, Lord. Lord, send your angels, your angels of protection, your very protection. And we command, we command this war. We speak against it. We, we, we just, Father, we command it. We speak and we command the war with Russia and Ukraine to end quickly, end. And we just, you know, they, they showed a picture of Vladimir Putin on the TV. And I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast that devil out of you in Jesus' name. And you know what? I expect, I, I am praying and I just pray that this war ends quickly. I It's very, um, you know, if I focus on trusting the Lord I can stay in peace. And that's what God wants. He wants us to use your authority to speak, right? But also to trust in him, to stay at peace. He's got a mighty host of angels that, you know, that we just asked. And I know that the Lord is sending them even right now. And, and I prayed this earlier. I believe there's he's already sent them. But, you know, us praying together is just good. It's just good. And Father, we thank you right now that you always hear and answer our prayers, Lord. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. We lift up the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, let the people in Ukraine, I pray that they know you, Lord, and that they would call out your name, the name of Jesus, Lord, and that they would see victory. They would see, well, this war ending. 
you know, my understanding is that they don't have anywhere near the amount of troops that Russia has, but God's angels, right? Lord, we just thank you right now for answered prayers, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Protect those people, Lord. Protect the innocent. We just thank you, Father. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying with me. And please continue to keep, um, you know, the Ukraine, the people in your prayers. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord wanted me to talk to you tonight. You know, we've got things going on in our own country, right? With the border and the, the you know, all, all the stuff that we've been dealing with, with, with the virus and just from, it seems that we've been under attack for the last two years, it seems from every angle, right? Just, but still, Jesus is the Lord. He is the Lord of my life. I pray he is the Lord of your life. And in him, you can do all things. He's given you authority over all the power of the devil, over sin, over sickness, over all of it. He's given you authority. And we can come boldly before his throne of grace in a time of need and have our prayers answered. And all he wants is for us to trust him, to trust him. You know, when you think about what is faith? Well, we know, right, in Hebrews, it says that faith is the substance, right, of the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Your faith is a force. And a man by the name of Lester Sumrall he said it best. He said, and he just kept it so simple. And I love simple, right? He said, faith is trust. That's it. In a nutshell, if you have faith in God, it means you trust God. And if you trust God, then you believe God. And then you'll speak along those lines and you stay in rest, right? When we trust God, listen, if you are speaking with someone that you know is a, is a person of their word, they're trustworthy, right? I'm just saying in, in general conversation, you're talking to someone and you say, hey, you know, can you do me a favor? And, um, you know, uh, oh, I don't know, just whatever it is, just anything. Can you, you know, pick my, my, my son up at five o'clock today? I can't make, I am just throwing something out there, right? And you know that they're trustworthy and they say, yes, absolutely, I will. Well, guess what? You believe them. You trust them. So then if somebody else asked you, hey, well, you know, about your son, you say, oh, so-and-so is picking them up today at five o'clock. See, because you trust that person, you speak in accordance with that. You really believe in your heart that that person is going to do what they said, right? So let me ask you, do you believe God, right? Mm, this is so important. So. Do you trust God? If you trust God for real, that means that you believe him. That means there'll be a rest. Mm -hmm. Numbers 22, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Right? Mm. Numbers, he was talking about God, right? Like Jehovah God. God is not a man that he should like. Jesus is God too, right? 
he can't lie. He never lied. He never will. Okay, I'm going to one at a time. God is not a man that he should lie or a son. I'm sorry. God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? Right? No. God is faithful. And then revelation. So I just took you from like the beginning, right? Like numbers, Genesis is the beginning, but numbers, right, is in the Old Testament as well. And now I want to take you into revelation um, chapter 19, verse 11 through 16 verses. It says, then I saw heaven opened and a white horse was standing there. Its rider was named faithful and true. That's the Lord Jesus. For he judges fairly and wages a righteous war. His eyes were like faint flames of fire and on his head, he wore many crowns. A name was written on him that no one understood except himself. He wore a robe dipped in blood, and his title was the Word of God. Mm, glory to God. The armies of heaven, dressed in the finest of pure white linen, followed him on white horses. From his mouth came a sharp sword to strike down the nations. Glory to God. I'm telling you, Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. And he will rule them with an iron rod. He will release the fierce wrath of God the Almighty, like juice flowing from a wine press. On his robe at his thigh was written this title, King of all kings and Lord of all lords. Glory to God. That's our Jesus. You can trust God. Praise God. When you're trusting God, remember I said this earlier, your faith is at work. Literally, if you're just, if you're trusting God and you're resting, your faith that is a force pulls like gravity. It's just at work automatically, right? And you're going to speak in accordance with what you truly believe in your heart, right? Mm. And then God wants you to read, know, and understand his word, right? So that you can know how God thinks. And not only that, but when you read the word of God, when you're in the word, the word of God is like a mirror. and it's going to show you, first of all, when you read the word of God, and if your heart is different, like your intentions are different, the word of God will show you what you need to change in your life. I remember when I got born again for real in the year 2000. Wow, it's been 22 years. Woo! Glory to God. Well, anyway, I thought I was saved before that, but I wasn't living saved. So uh, was I really saved? No, when you're really, really, when you're saved and Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life, you want to please him. You turn away from sin. Even the thought of doing the things you did before, it like it just repulses you. You're just like, it, you just almost cringe like, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you know the end from the beginning. He knew that I would get saved one day and even be you know, spreading the, the good news, right, of the gospel. Glory to God. Jesus, thank you, Lord. You know, that's that overwhelms me to tears because praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We were all sinners, right? But once you turn to God and Jesus becomes your Lord and Savior, you're no longer called a sinner. You're actually called a saint. And I say that because Right. If you look at the, the all the letters in the New Testament, you know, dear saints, dear saints, 
no longer called sinners, but we are now co-heirs, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. You are a child of God. You're in the kingdom of God. You're no longer a sinner. You've been translated, right? You've been transferred, if you will, from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God's dear son, the kingdom of light. Glory to God. All right. So I was saying that God wants you to read, know, and understand his word. But before you can do that, before you can understand the things of God, because they're spiritual, you have to have the spirit of God in you. Romans 8, 9 says, if you don't have the spirit of God, you don't belong to God. And by the spirit of God, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. When you ask Jesus to come in your to come in and to be into your heart, to be your Lord and Savior, God sends the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. And it's really God, the Father and Jesus. They're one and three in one and the Holy Ghost, right? The Holy Spirit to live within your spirit. I say in your heart, but it's in your spirit. So your spirit and God's spirit now becomes one spirit, like a bride and her bridegroom, right? You become one, one with God. That's 1 Corinthians 6, 17. That's awesome. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. But that can only happen because Jesus, right? You just saw this even in Revelations. He is the King of all kings, the Lord of all lords. He is faithful. He is true. He is the Son of God. He is the only way to heaven, to the Father. All right? Get to that. But so before you can understand the things of God, I was getting ahead of myself, you have to have the Spirit of God. So you know what? We are not even going to wait until the end. You know, again, you have to have the Spirit of God to understand the things of God. You cannot get to heaven on your good works. And I'm telling you, people are leaving this earth every day, right? You've got to know where you're going. It's heaven or hell. There is no in-between. There is no in-between. There's nowhere in this Bible does it talk about purgatory. That's, I don't know. I don't even know where that came from. And I mean, I grew up Catholic and I learned about that. And I believe that's a lie because Jesus said it's heaven. He only talked about heaven and he talked about hell, right? In the Old Testament, before Jesus rose from the dead, there was a place that he called Abraham's bosom, like paradise, right? but there was no purgatory. Okay. So that being said, you have to know, you got to make sure that Jesus Christ is your Lord because there is no other way to heaven. You cannot get there on your good works. You know, I was speaking to someone just like a month ago and he says, well, I think I'm a pretty good person. I'm pretty sure I'd go to heaven. You know, if something happened to me today, no, you wouldn't. And I'll tell you why. Okay. First of all, you cannot get to heaven on your good works or if you think you're moral, here's the deal. You still have sinned in your lifetime. That sin, that sin has stayed with you and you cannot get to heaven that way. Okay. And only, only the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood that Jesus shed at the cross is the only blood that can remove and wash away your sin. And when, the, when so when the blood of Jesus, when you ask Jesus to come in to be your Lord and Savior, you are forgiven. You become a child of God. 
your sin is completely washed away. And now you belong to God. He sends his spirit to live in you. And that by his spirit in you, that is how God identifies you as his child, as belonging to him, as his. That's amazing. So you cannot get to heaven on your good works or, you know, your, your morals. Because if you could, Jesus would have never had to come. He wouldn't have had to come, but he had to because there had to be that blood sacrifice from a sinless person. And that was only Jesus. Glory to God. There is no other way. So the next time if you are talking to someone and you hear them say, well, I'm a good person. I'd go to heaven. You have sinned in your life. Only the blood of Jesus can remove that. Okay, so there you go. That would help somebody to see their need for, uh, for, for Jesus, for Savior. Only his blood could pay for that sin and remove it and wipe, you, wipe it clean. And then, of course, you become God's child. Okay, I just explained that. John 14, 6, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth. I'm sorry. He said, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said that. He never lied. Mm, he's the only way. Again, it's heaven or hell. There is no in between. You have to choose. You have to choose. And I hope you choose Jesus, right? Because then you'll be safe. You'll be saved. You'll be with him. You'll be in heaven with God, not in hell where it's torment day and night forever. Oh, it's, it's no, you want to make sure and not just for your ticket to go to heaven. But Jesus said, I came right to this earth to give you life and life more abundantly. When you belong to Jesus and you're a joint heir with him, you've got benefits You've got the same benefits that Jesus had when he walked this earth. He gives you power. He gives you authority over all the power of the devil. You can be healed. You can lay hands on other people and see them healed. You can cast out devils. Oh my gosh. You don't have to tolerate anything from the enemy. And you have the Holy Spirit who shows you things to come. He reveals things to you. He'll tell you about your future. He'll tell you what way to go. And his, his plans for you are good and only good and for your children. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Lord. Let's receive Jesus now. This is so important. This is the most important thing. If you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, well, now you know why. You want to do just mean it with me with your whole heart. God knows if you mean it, you can't mock God. You can't just say words and not mean it because then those words fall to the ground and nothing. It's the words that you speak and you mean from your heart. Okay. That's what gets God's attention. That's what ushers in the Holy, you know, God will send the Holy Spirit to live in you. That's what moves the heart of God. Real true repentance. It means, you know, repentance is turning away from sin, turn your heart to God. All right. Just repeat after me, mean it with your whole heart. Just say, Lord Jesus, 
I am a sinner. And remember, once Jesus is your Lord, you're no longer a sinner. I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross and paid for my sins forever. And I believe that God the Father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. And Lord Jesus, I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire so that I can live for you. Teach me your ways, Lord Jesus. Take my life and make it what you want it to be. Thank you, Jesus. I receive you now and forever as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord. In your precious name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Woo! If you just prayed that prayer from your heart, welcome to the family of God. No, for just no 100%. My God, thank you, Lord. If you were to take your last breath tonight, I pray you don't, but if you did, then, well, you be going, you pass right from death to life. That's awesome. You know, and God showed me one time that death literally is not anything to be afraid of, especially when you have him, right? He said, otherwise it would be terrifying. Okay. Because he said that you never, the Holy Spirit revealed this to me. He said, you never stop breathing. He showed me this. He said, your last breath here, your next breath there. There's, you never stop breathing. Your spirit will leave your body. And again, make sure Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. It's one of two places. There is no in-between. My God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, it's so important to get the word of God in you. By the word of God, I'm talking about the Bible. Um, you know, there's many, many different translations. I recommend the New Living Translation only because it's so easy to read. The Red Letter Bible is the one I have. I have the large print. Um, it's not that large. It's kind of like normal, you know. But anyway, the, the, the words of Jesus are in red, okay? And so it's called the, the um, New NLT, New Living Translation, Red Letter Bible, large print is what I have. And I got it from christianbook.com. And so you can do that. But God's word has hidden treasures in there, treasures. God spoke that to my spirit like a year ago, right? And he said, my word has hidden treasures. Actually, in the scripture says it in Isaiah 45, 3. But the Lord spoke that to me one morning. So then, of course, I wanted to see the scripture. But Isaiah 45, 3 says, the Lord says, and I will give you tre treasures hidden in darkness, secret riches. I will do this so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, the one who calls you by name. Glory to God, right? There's two, so many distractions and things going on in the world that are vying for your attention every single day. So you have to be mindful and choose to spend time in God's word. And then you've got to learn, you know, get a hold of your mouth. You know, I've got, oh my gosh, I've got hundreds of videos on YouTube that are free that will help you fast track in learning about the things of, uh, of faith and healing and kingdom authority. This is my mandate. This is what God has called me 
to teach on. So I talk about this all the time. And then in many of the videos, I minister healing to you and I show you even how to. So, you know, you, you, you can just get on there for yourself. You know, when I chose to go on with God, I went after it. I was like, I want to learn everything I need to learn. And, but I got in the word I was listening to, they were, um, um, cassette tapes at the time, right? I said 22 years ago, right? I got saved and I would work full time. I'd come home and I would just have the word on as I was doing doing stuff around the house. Now I love to listen to the word when I'm driving or, you know, maybe it's a book that is, you know, filled with scriptures. I, you know, I, I remember I got like the entire Kenneth Hagen library, Kenneth E. Hagen, um, you know, back then. And it just, you know, there are resources for you to learn quickly. People tell me they binge watch my videos on YouTube because it helps them. It will help you too. So, and if you are one of those people that these videos have helped, please comment. Let other people know that as well. All right. So again, things are vying for your attention every day, but just remember God's word will help you to stay in peace right? The word of God in you. Isaiah 26, three says, the Lord will keep you in perfect peace when your mind is stayed or fixed on him because you trust him, right? And Proverbs 30 verse five says that the Lord is a shield. Think about that, literally a shield to those who trust him. So it's really good to declare out of your mouth. Thank you, Lord. You are a shield to me because I trust you. And Lord, I trust you for my family. And every day I say, Lord, I thank you for your protection, Lord, over my husband, over myself, over my son, over, you know, um, Ashley and Zoe and, you know, just, just, and over all of our family. And I've declared there, there shall be no premature death in this family whatsoever. And I cancel every assignment of the enemy on my family's life in Jesus' name. You do the same. And I pray for you too in Jesus' name and for your families. And I pray that your hearts would be opened and your mind to the things of God. And that you would choose to go on with God and trust him. Have faith. Trust him for yourself, for your family and say so. Cancel every assignment of the enemy in Jesus' name out of your mouth. Say it, speak it, declare it, and then rest. Trust the Lord because then that your faith, remember, it's a force that pulls like gravity and it's at work. As you trust the Lord and you say so, your faith is just automatically at work. It's not automatic, but it's automatically at work. It, it, okay. Your faith isn't automatic. You got to choose, right? And then you speak, you believe. And then as you're trusting the Lord, yes, it's at work automatically because you took the action you did and you spoke and you believe. And you, as you're trusting and resting, that faith is at work. And that could be regarding anything. Praise the Lord. If it's, you know, if, it, if it's, if, if there's a sickness of any kind, you curse that thing. You curse that disease at the root in Jesus' name. You command it to leave. First, you might have to repent for having agreed with it. Okay, step one, repent for having come into agreement with any unclean spirit that opposes Jesus Christ, the word of God. Then, <coughs> excuse me, 
You curse that thing at the root in Jesus' name, commanded to die, to leave all pain, to go. And I speak that over you right now in Jesus' name. Okay, that's step two. And then the third thing, you speak to your body. Body, I'm speaking to you. Lungs, you know, whatever it is. Brain, be healed. Whatever it is, you speak to that thing and say, I command you in Jesus' name, be healed and made whole right now. And then thank the Lord that it's done. Lord, thank you that you've given me this authority. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You already paid the price. I trust you. I believe you. And I call it done. And I thank you, Lord. And then just keep the praise of Jesus in your mouth. Remember, praise is a weapon of warfare because the devil doesn't want to be anywhere where the Lord Jesus Christ is being praised. Keep the Lord's praise in your mouth. If someone is recovering, you know, they've been sick, whatever, you've, you've done this and you've you've spoken to that thing, you're believing God, the way that you'll, you're, you're going to see it is don't let anything different come out of your mouth once you've spoken and declared and keep praising the Lord Jesus and just thanking him every day. Lord, thank you. It's done. Don't come into agreement with anything else. That's how you stand. No other option. That's the key to unwavering faith, right? No, you consider not any other option. That's the key to unwavering faith. So I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Please share this broadcast. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And if this ministry is a blessing to you, you'd like to sow into it so that you can partake of the blessings on this ministry. Listen, I don't care about the money. Again, there's a law of sowing and reaping, and I understand the kingdom and how that works, right? So if you're so led, you can jump on my website at lisaboldo.com and you can give there, um, you know, just as the Lord leads you, okay? And and I've said, I say this all the time, if someone has a diagnosis, it's life or death or it's cancer or it's, you know, whatever, please feel free to reach out to me. You can call my 800 number, but you have to leave a message because it won't pick up, you know, um, leave a, you just have to leave a message. It's the only way that I'll get the message. And then also um, send an email. Again, the, the information is right on my website, how to get a hold of me. If you need, you know, somebody to, I mean, I'm just saying if it's a life or death situation, you've gotten a really bad diagnosis or something, I show you how to do this, but if you if you need me to pray with you, call the 800 number, but also shoot me an email because this way we can set up a time and I can, I, I not usually, not usually, but I do. I get back to the most pressing calls or, you know, emails first. So, but I want you to know that I'm here for you. I care. Okay. And I'm one person but I will do my best. So I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Thank you for watching the victorious life and I will see you next time. God bless you.